Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massingill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today we're going to talk about six ways that leaders can emerge to the next level of leadership or upping their game. But one of the challenges is a lot of these leaders are have upped their game pretty significantly <laughs> in the past year and even longer. And they're, they're working hard and they're driving for good results and they're pushing and pulling their people. So <laughs> what's left? How do we help them actually be more effective in their leadership? And that's hard. You know, this is part of the work that we do. Most of the clients that we work with are not doing a poor job. In fact, quite the contrary, they're doing an excellent job. And so how do you take someone who is really doing excellent and help them be more excellent? And I think one of the ways we do that is holding out the possibility that they could be more excellent with less energy expended. And so we want to share these six ways that that could be possible. And the first one is to focus on relational skills. Sometimes when we're driving, we're we're task-focused, we're results-focused. In fact, we often do more of the work ourselves. But if we can strengthen our relationships by having more trust in people, by delegating more work to our teams and our direct reports, we can begin to get as good a results with less energetic costs on our behalf. So that's first one. We want to have a balance between relationship and task. So that would be the first way leaders can up their game. The second way we talked about is um, having leaders have more of the conversations that they're actually not having. We call them missing conversations. Our definition of missing conversation is a necessary conversation between two or more individuals that's relevant to performance, effectiveness, relationships, or well being that is avoided, ignored, or denied because of a perception that having the conversation will spark strong emotions or negatively impact the relationship or situation. It's a long definition, but it's, call it crucial conversations, call it difficult conversations. It's the second way that you can up your game is by having more of these conversations that you're not having. Why? Susan Scott, the author of Fierce Conversations, has a quote, our work, our relationships, and our lives succeed or fail one conversation at a time. Inherent in the role as a leader, we have got to have more of these conversations that really matter. And you know, I think it's hard. This is one of the hardest things that we do. We don't know where the conversation is going to go. We don't know how to start. We're unsure about the other person's reaction. You know, there's lots of logical reasons why this is hard. Where to start is to start crucial conversations, start with the heart. I feel like I'm quoting all these resources, but really that's, you know, where to start is to really think about what is one conversation that's missing that needs to go unmissing. Well, we save time and improve performance by not wasting time and energy avoiding these important conversations. Which leads us to the third one, which is prioritization. 
if we see everything is important, then nothing's important. And as leaders, one of the key ways that we up our game is through prioritization and identifying and focusing our organization on the essential items. What's the greatest single thing I can do this week that would make everything else either easier or unnecessary? And I think this really looks at things through a more of a strategic lens and less tactical lens. And prioritization and focusing on I like to say the, the essential three things I get to do today as a leader. I love that quote. If you don't prioritize your day, someone else will. And that's what comes to mind when you share that for our number three. Our number four is in upping your game, my favorite topic, influence. Really think about how you're influencing and what you want to influence The definition of influence is the capacity to have an effect on character, development, or behavior of someone or something. That's what leaders do. We love the definition of leadership as an individual who inspires and influences purposeful action. We have got to be able to influence not only our team and direct reports, but our peers, our clients, key stakeholders, and even leading up people who are sitting above us. And I think it's hard because a lot of times we don't believe that we can influence based on the position or where we sit, or even my background isn't influential or doesn't bring credibility to be influential. And that's the very first place where we go wrong is believing that we don't have the ability to influence. Everyone has the ability to influence. I like starting with just thinking about what you want to influence first. Many times it's just unclear about where people want to go with their influence. So if you're wondering where to start, think of a place where you want to have an impact that you're not having the amount of impact that you really see yourself having. Start there. You use the word belief and most of the ways we can up our game is looking at the beliefs we have and seeing how resourceful or unresourceful they are in how we are conducting ourselves as a leader day to day, week to week, and quarter to quarter, which leads us to the fifth example or way to up your game, and that's through accountability and support. Modeling accountability, holding yourself accountable by following through on all of the commitments that you make to the organization. This gets back to the missing conversations. Don't overpromise and underdeliver. Be really laser focused on the essential items that you are accountable for and ask for the support that you need and provide the support that others may need to hold themselves accountable to the important results for the organization. You know, we need to be hard on the results and perhaps soft on the people. But when we practice accountability in organizations, we are actually helping everyone step further into their full potential. Expanding on that number five to our number six, if you want to have a bigger impact on the organization, part B to that is empower your people and do that through delegation. 
so many people have a hard time with delegation just by their own internal definition of what it means to delegate. You know, this isn't an opportunity to just clear off your plate. That's not the purpose of delegating. The purpose of delegating is to provide opportunities to others to give them a chance to grow, to learn, to do something different. We had a client years ago who really changed my paradigm around what that term delegates mean. And I loved when he said, Cindy, I love delegating because I'm always looking for ways that I can offer a gift to the people who report to me. And I think it's hard because we've been promoted or or brought up into the ranks of the organization because we are experts at what we do. Exactly. It's the lens that they had was developmental. It wasn't about dumping. It wasn't about abdicating. And, you know, we need to have that missing conversation with the people that say, well, it's, it's easier and faster for me to do it myself, maybe in the short term. But if you are looking to up your leadership game and scale your organization, it is not the best answer because it doesn't develop the production capability of the organization. And in fact, it might actually cause people to be disengaged because they don't feel trusted. And so our advice here is take some time to offer your people an opportunity to show where they can learn, where they can grow. Give them a chance to try a stretch project, you know, offer them something that you're working on, allow them to get their feet wet. It might not come out exactly the same as you were going to do it, but give them an opportunity to put their own stamp on a special project. One of the best ways that you can be a servant leader is to offload responsibility to others. So those are our six ideas for our listeners in thinking about upping your leadership game, six skills to hone. They focus on number one, relational skills. Number two, having more of those missing conversations. Number three, prioritizing the most essential things that you should be focusing on. Number four, influencing and thinking about where you want to have the most impact. Number five, accountability, being accountable for everything that you commit to doing and also managing those commitments well. And then number six, empowering your team through growth and delegation. This is about sharpening your saw, not cutting the tree down. Mm, Very good. Great reminder. So come back for more episodes of our Get Emergent podcast, including our Driving Leadership series that's facilitated by our partner, Bill Berthel. That is a podcast that's focused on demystifying this idea of leadership, where he has conversations with leaders from our community who share their story and their motivation behind leading. 